This is Wrecking Date Night with Bjorn and Josh, a movie podcast where we wreck all the best date night movies. I'm Josh Florhog. And I'm Bjorn RG. We have to cut it all off. That'll be a fun week. But (laughs) (laughs) I'm just thinking of like, I can't remember if it's Chevy Chase or Tim Allen, but there's like a cover of a movie where he has his tie as a bandana, like you apparently oh. are wearing. Oh, it's uh, Jungle to Jungle. Is it Jungle? Allen. Is it Jungle to Jungle where his kid is like? Yeah, <laughs> gotta look it up. Because <laughs> the Chevy Chase movie is uh, Man of the House with Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Okay, he might also wear his uh, tie on his head as right. well when they go to the camp thing. All right. Um, it's not Jungle to Jungle. Because in that one, he's just like, he is a Wall Street guy and he's covered yeah. with a snake. What was the other one called? Man <laughs> of the House. Man of the House. I'm happy I know both of these films. Oh, I am thinking of that, but it's not correct. Like, I was like, for some reason, I was, there is a tie. I'll just show it to you. This is what. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's just wearing like a... Like a feathered headdress. Uh, yeah. But I think in the movie, he does wear his tie as a headdress because like he forgets his headdress at one yeah. point. Yeah, okay. And then he, totally he's crazy. also like a Wall Streetish guy and he's like, <laughs> just throws it on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was close. <laughs> so it's like, it's a, uh, yeah, that's what uh, you've been doing. There's with- so many people had never been kissed. Right? Franco! <laughs> oh my god. It was his first movie. It was his first movie. So, I guess oh. we gotta intro it. Uh, welcome everybody. I'm Bjorn. <laughs> I am Josh. And today we're talking about the awesome movie Never Been Kissed. The uh, Drew Barrymore, David Arquette, and Molly Shannon. Um, classic American chick flick. <laughs> it is... It is th- I don't know if this count. This is definitely a chick flick. I don't know if it counts as a rom com though. There are and some we'll, funny moments though, like when we'll get into it in okay. a second about because you're probably on the same wavelength as me. <laughs> this whole movie as a whole is fucked up. <laughs> the premise is messed up, but there is a scene where the I have to mention this because I'm thinking about it. Where the cool girls are sitting at a table, and everybody's dressed up for the prom. And this couple comes and they're Mary and pregnant or pregnant Mary and Joseph. Yes. And they're like, there's no room here. And they turn them away. And I was like, that is hilarious. <laughs> that, that was so fun. I just saw that part. Um, also read the description so we can just start moving okay, into this movie. Cool. Cause there's so much. I love this description. Cause it, it, I don't, it's not what I think of when I think of this movie, but uh, a newspaper reporter enrolls in high school as a part of a research, as a part of research for a story, period. That's it. That's the whole description. That, that, that's kind of, that is all what it's about. Uh, doesn't describe the fact that they park a creepy van outside the front of the school apparently they never really show where the van is because i was but like it's the 90s it has to be close for surveillance this is not, it's not 2020 where you can surveillance from around the world you have to be like on premise <laughs> you have to be like 20 feet for this like movie quality camera from 
99 there's no way it would be that small like our, gopros our camera, aren't even that small yeah. today <laughs> our, our camera phones don't work as good as the footage they were grabbing also <laughs> yeah. also why is the chicago Times spending so much money on this story they have four hidden cameras <laughs> they're not the news they're, they're print not. articles they don't even <laughs> have a website at this point <laughs> right this is 99 yeah they would have oh, been like, man. here's a notebook. Act right. like you're taking notes in the school. Also, here's another thing. She wouldn't just enroll in the school as a student. The paper would have enrolled her as a person writing a paper and informed all the teachers. Oh, yeah. It's like, it's kind of like when it wasn't my high school, but it was the neighboring high school had uh, an undercover cop infiltrate the high school and yeah. like, because apparently there was, there was like, they were like, oh, there's a huge drug problem here. We're going to enroll this cop. And the crazy thing is like, I knew a lot of people that I had, I hadn't seen him, but I never met him. So, so the cop was basically jump street. Yeah. Yeah. Straight up. And it was, I remember when it came out, it was just like so many people, this is like the positive part about it. He was going for meth. That's what he was there for. He was trying to bust this like high school meth ring that did not exist okay all he did was bust people for um uh he only they, they only got busted for weed which oh. you live in california i live in oregon it is like the most non it's almost like a fantasy like kids our kids are going to be like wait dad lead, weed was illegal that's hilarious they're like so what yeah because because our kids will be like what kind of illegal like you'd get like like you get told not to have it. And it's like, no, you get a hundred some, cause like it's de it was decriminalized in Minnesota most of our lives. Mm -hmm. I believe it's like a class five felony in Arizona. So basically as slap on the wrist as possible. Like any mm -hmm. state I think in the country is like, you get a ticket per week. Yeah. But like, it's still like $175. This was, I don't know. That's what they ended up busting. And it, here's what screwed it up that school for a while could you imagine being a new kid any year for like a decade after that no you can't be a new kid you couldn't be a new kid because they're like oh they brought another especially a new kid who was like balding right yeah well this guy he, he so was not like only fresh out of school okay out of like uh fresh out of college cop school whatever that is i don't know yeah so you can be a cop you can be a cop i believe when you're like 21 20 yeah he was just he was only like 22 or something like that yeah you get really the, young. you basically get an associate's in criminal justice and then do the the 12 you know or 40 week program i think it's about a year of police academy yeah. you learn how to make sound effects with your mouth from what i've learned and then that's it. <laughs> really good helicopter noise yes <laughs> really <laughs> really convincing <laughs> sirens because yeah when cops are going down the street that's just an audio of them doing that siren that's all i've learned from, known the fact. from the police academy movies which are true movies about the police academy yep there's nothing fake about that oh um i love i love that she is very of age and then also an alcoholic <laughs> yeah yeah pretty much she had a very drunk face that could have been Drew Barrymore at the time. Like, yeah, like kind of strung out. She looked a little strung out. Yeah, she looked like she just drank and went to work, hungover. 
I I was I thought it was so funny that James Franco was in this because the first couple scenes that you see him, he's essentially a background actor. That, that's I was what like, I thought originally. Oh I was like, dude, Franco's background in this? I want to see a movie where Franco got paid forty dollars a day. <laughs> right. But he has a couple of like yeah, like he got paid away lines. They're like yeah. those lines that are just like Bleh. it's like the the main character who let's get into him. First, uh, the the main cool guy of the school. This guy's nobody's cool guy. This guy looks like a serial killer. What? Okay, what was his name again? Remind me. His name's Guy. Guy, that's right. He always wears Shakespearean open shirts. <laughs> right? Like he just got out of theater. Doesn't like theater, which is even weirder because he's dressing like it. He looks like, yeah, he looks like Shakespeare in love. <laughs> he has an extremely feminine face. He has a big mouth, which makes him look like Jeffrey Dahmer. <laughs> oh, I just man. like everything about it. He looks like her assistant. Yeah, I'm trying to I'm trying to pull up the actor. Do you know who that? Who who, uh, who played Guy or who played who uh, played Guy? Assistant? Oh, here it is. He n- hasn't done anything. He his face got fat. I looked. Him oh up man, yeah, his face did get fat. He was in Biodome. <laughs> yeah, he was Trent in Biodome. He was one of the cool guys. Okay, uh, I haven't watched. And he was in Leaving Las Vegas, that movie where <laughs> where, where um, Nicholas Cage has- drinks himself to death. <laughs> Yeah, almost to death. Almost to death? Oh, he doesn't... I can't remember. I yeah, just I remember... I think he lives like, at the end, boy. and then he's like, I'm just going to live. And then you're like, oh. And then the movie ends. <laughs> and the movie over. I guess there could be a sequel. Going back to Las Vegas. <laughs> he gets another divorce. Speaking of leaving Las Vegas, random thing, uh, now that I brought that up. I, I used to live in Vegas, moved away. And the day when we were pulling away, I was absolutely playing Cheryl Crow's <laughs> leaving Las Vegas. I made a playlist with it just like a whole bunch of times. And I just played that. And Jody was just like, wait, are we just going to listen to this the whole time? And I was, cause like two or three times through the song and we're both just like leaving Las Vegas. And it's like, we're not even in Las Vegas anymore. We're so far away. You know what? I did the same thing when I moved to LA, but with the song um, California by Phantom Planet. Oh, nice. California. Yeah. California. <laughs> yeah, you got to have a, you got to have moving music. Yeah. <laughs> it's key. Going back to Cali and then I just let a Red Hot Chili Peppers any song. Right. Because yeah, they do mention pretty much anything. Yeah. All right. Yeah, uh, so I hated him. I didn't hate him. He he was cool, I guess. But like the casting. You I mean he was, <laughs> <laughs> he was Rufus? He was Rufus. And he goes, it's Rufus. And the girl's like, what's that? He goes, just made it up. It's my thing. And everybody's like, all right. <laughs> They're just, I mean, that was pretty accurate with like school. There would just be random like words in the zeitgeist of just our. Yeah, of our generation. Yeah. I remember when I was in middle school, my friends thought like, like they, we would use code words for different things. And they made up this word. They were like, oh, you know what we should do? Instead of saying pussy, we should say clergy. They thought they made the word up. And like we went probably the entire eighth gr- of eighth grade calling <laughs> pussy clergy, which is so funny to me. <laughs> is this why you're gay? Because I, yeah. I immediately, <laughs> yeah. if I was like had to call it clergy, I'd be like, I'm just, 
blowing dudes. Dude, this I'm was not pre- going to say clergy. But this was pre- uh, Oh, like, pre-knowing what pussy looked like. Yeah, <laughs> yep, no. This was like before you would just be able to look everything up or like right in that time. Okay, but we yeah. didn't do that. You didn't like look up a word immediately and find like the urban yeah. dictionary of it. It was like- Urban dictionary probably didn't even exist at that no, time. No, it didn't. I mean, Google existed, but we were asking Jeeves at that yeah. point still. Oh, I liked. Uh, what else did you like about this movie? How did you feel about Molly Shannon's character? It was it was a little outside of what she usually does. She's kind of like usually a little wackier. Yeah, but I did like her in this. I thought it was. I actually thought it was really good. It was like a subdued. Same with John C. Riley. It was like because now was, he's this was John all C. These... Riley before he went like way out there comedy. Yeah, and this was like. Uh right after it was probably the movie he did right after perfect storm correct i didn't look i would um, say i would say it would be like right after a little bit after what's eating gilbert great uh but like this is before he was like a character actor i didn't realize he was in oh wait no i did realize that he's in guardians of the galaxy okay i, I, I was, was like say, wait i just it's just like a forgettable part same thing with boogie nights he was super good in Boogie Nights. I mean, this was, yeah, this was when he was still doing, um, when he was like, skinny. he wasn't such a character actor. Yeah. I feel like. And then later 2000, he started to sort of get weird, mm-hmm. which I like. Um, and I almost like, it's almost like I don't remember him. So let's see, Never Been Kissed. What was the one that you want? Oh, it was right after The Thin Red Line. Oh, well, she was and Boogie great. Nights. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Um, Perfect Storm was in 2000, so he played that after that. Okay, so maybe this was like you played the head of a department at the New York Times. You can play a, a felon fisherman. Right. <laughs> you assume all fishermen are felons. <laughs> I forgot it's about a, that. It's a job that pays really well. Yeah. And is dangerous, and they'll hire anyone. <laughs> He, I think where he got weird is in 2006 when he played um, Cal Naughton Jr. in uh, Talladega Nights. Talladega Nights. Like, that was when, pretty much after that, I'm looking at his thing. It's like, that's when he started getting weird. He did, like, Step Brothers and Walk Hard, which is a really good movie. <laughs> it's Walk Hard? really funny. Yeah. Walk Hard is, it's probably the best spoof movie of the last at least 10 years. Yeah, it's because I feel like the whole genre went to shit like after the fourth scary movie. And I then, think the third scary movie kind of marks the like end of it because that's when they yeah. were just like cashing it. It was just like like not an, another teen movie had come in, but that's when they're making like disaster movie and horror movie, and then like trying yeah. to just keep ripping them off. And I feel like he went a little more heartfelt with uh, the Dewey Cox story. Yeah, yeah, because uh, it wasn't it wasn't like a hundred percent a spoof. It was like, it was, there was a like built-in character. Right, right. And they, I mean, they, they kind of like, if you're into music, watching music documentaries, which I am, and yes. like learning about all these, they kind of like mashed all the shitty things about they, different musicians. Well, well yeah, because like the funny, weird things. The movie Ray had just came out and yeah. um, Walk the Line, which is how Walk Hard got its name. Like, I always think of that stupid joke when he's like trying to do, when he's, do, they're like, 
you don't want any part of this, Dewey. And then, and then I mean, they, this is cocaine. This is cocaine. You, you don't want any part of write, this. Make you write songs and have sex all night. <laughs> yeah. That part is so good. And then, it, and then he's like, oh, and then he opens the door and it's like the temptations. And he's like, oh my God, the temptations. And then closes the door. That joke is so stupid, but so funny to me. It and is, I always though. think of it when I hear that it's like, Din, din, din. and I'm just like oh the temptations <laughs> <laughs> whenever I hear their song start anyway <laughs> great movie we're like all over the place this movie was awesome um I what it. did he call his his car's name because I didn't go back did he call it Bambi Lion because if he did, that is an amazing name he for a car. might have. I forgot what he named his car as well. But I like that when she's trying to make the deal with him, she's like, it's a LeSabre. You can call it the Sabre. Yeah. And he's like, okay. <laughs> I love David Arquette. I don't know who looks older. Because they're both in their 30s playing I, 23 and 25-year-olds. I saw a little, a little blurb. He So in the movie... He's supposed to be three years younger than her. Yes, he's 22. He's like just out of the age of getting right. to be a pro baseball player. Like he but in, in reality, he is four years older than her <laughs> in real person life, not movie life. He, he did a good job at looking like a teen when they were, when they were all start going back to school and stuff. Yeah. He looked the part. She, Absolutely. She was dressed... That that white okay I I just that white was, like was she a stripper like what was <laughs> on was, break she looked like a stripper that like went on a break yeah <laughs> like the thing that they put back crack. and pick up off the yeah, <laughs> yeah the off thing the she's stage. going outside to smoke crack in yeah because it's just white. covered in boas that are built into it <laughs> it's mostly see through except for like the boobs and butt right <laughs> it's like. And also, the most ridiculous. also, I don't know if you noticed this, and this is the part that got I yelled it at the screen. I don't know if this is just a me personal thing, but um, when she went to sit with the cool girls and she sets her tray down at the angle and it spills the milk on her, why is her milk open? <laughs> yeah, that's a good it's point. It's in a sealable bottle. Did she stop? <laughs> open it up? <laughs> yeah, take a sip of the chocolatey milk, which I love chocolate milk. And also um, about that scene, I used to have that happen to me more than once i would say at Bill. least monthly because in middle school we had to wear white polo shirts and blue pants oh like as a um as a uniform i and, was gonna say a wardrobe but that's fine <laughs> <laughs> uniform <laughs> and i don't know i was like 10 or 12 i wasn't old enough to put condiments on my food is what i learned because mm -hmm. every time i'd get like the burger i'd put ketchup on it and i put a bunch of ketchup on it and every time without fail it fall onto my shirt shoot up the bottom and it get the like right under my belly button so like i could kind of if i tucked in like really dorky and pulled my <laughs> pants up it would cover the stain which i thought would uh be better so i really got i don't part know of that part of the movie i was like i get it you get it oh my god why would they give kids white pull i'm looking at your shirt right now you're wearing a dark shirt are you i just started wearing white tees again because that as an adult as a full-blown 30 year old adult i still can't last a whole day with a white shirt without putting getting some kind of food or ice cream or something i'm the it. same way 
like, I'm going to get, and then I'll wear this gray shirt. I can wear this gray shirt for 15 days straight, never <laughs> spill a drop on it. But the second right. this shirt is too light to pick up on what I'm spilling on it, spilling that day. <laughs> That's so funny. I mean, yeah, I think yeah. I'm wearing a very similar shirt right yeah. now. I can't uh, wear white. No, no, because I'll <laughs> spill on it. It's the, it's the temptation of, being, of not being able to. Or like white pants? Get the fuck out of here. I'm going to sit on what something and look like I shit myself. What am I, Andrew, <laughs> Andrew WK? <laughs> I used to have a pair of white corduroys. Hell and yeah. I wore those to school. One time until you got the shit kicked out I of you? I slipped and I fell on the playground and got mud all over the ass of, of them. Of which, of course, of course I did. What was I even thinking? You know, oh. I shouldn't have worn those pants in the first place but i'm trying to remember the horrible nickname that just sounds like every one of these movies where like it was like her horrible nickname was my horrible nickname because everyone said that i shit my pants which i didn't i just fell in mud yeah (laughs) hers was josie grossy which is hilarious that is it's a sound solid josie grossy josie grossy is hands down the best mean nickname of all time it's revealed that David Arquette's character Rob was the one who started it and he's like I just didn't expect it to take off like it did it's like of course of course I I like that uh Rob's way at making her cool is just he just kept walking up to people whatever they're talking about he made sure that they knew that Josie was the head of it and did you notice when the cool girls are talking they're like just taking laxatives and drinking water till prom you know to lose weight (laughs) yeah because that was the time where you could say that about women. <laughs> and then he's like, do you know Josie's dad invented laxatives? <laughs> and they're like, cool. You know what would have happened in a real school? They would have been like, we're calling her shit fam. Yeah. <laughs> you fam- invented post-its? <laughs> like- <laughs> her family invented laxatives? Making them <laughs> poop everywhere. Their family's covered in poop it's just that's like the weirdest brag and they were just like oh that's so cool oh and we have to talk about who the cool one of the cool girls is um jessica alba is jessica alba yeah she is i was like what the other two didn't really do much but very her skin is very dark like she was playing darker yeah she was playing the black friend because they had her hair and very, and she's not black. She's like, what is it, like an eighth black? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but they they really did her up for this movie where they're like, yeah. They really, yeah. That was one where I was like, ugh, that didn't age well. And randomly, and like Octavia Spencer's in this movie. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> the black lady? Yeah, I know. That's who why that reminded me of <laughs> All right, so we got to talk about how, okay, we already talked about the creepy van and the fact that it's it was just like, wait, he's just going to be, he's like, I'll be out here, no one will care. Uh, I feel like even in 99, you couldn't park they a van. Had, they had metal detectors at the school. They had security. There's no way they're going to let a sketchy ass like van like that just be parked with a, with a dude in it. <laughs> like a right dude out who's front not who works for the times and won't blow the story because he's all mad that she blew the story at the mm-hmm. end so he, what are they gonna do be like what are you doing here and he'd be like i'll just move the van can't tell you super secret private chicago <laughs> time shit <laughs> um 
the band i something i noticed and it was i saw it in another thing too there's a there's a part where her car gets moved as like a goof yeah where they like push the car someplace else to the football field (laughs) they move it to the football field also she did park in front of a mailbox which i pretty sure is illegal and you would get towed for that yeah yeah um but she doesn't get towed they just move her car as a prank uh and the band is playing the theme from the simpsons yeah they are <laughs> like and it's like it as if it's unclear it like fades out and then they go by again they're like they want you to know to watch the simpsons <laughs> like why i don't i don't understand that i didn't i didn't get it also um kind of the sweet thing about this movie and this was one of the parts that i liked and and i think you could probably grasp it it's like it's like the whole, and this is going to be the end topic too, the underlying meaning of you are who you are. Like right when she gets to school, she tries to be cool and immediately just flocks to the nerdiest girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like like her whole job is just, she, she's been reading Seventeen Magazine nonstop. She should know how to infiltrate these kids and not dress like a stripper. <laughs> yeah, that's not going to do it. But she should have been able to know that. And like her, her brain was like, no, you are you. Just be the dork you always were. Man, okay, after watching this movie, I was thinking about it. And like, there's a lot of that like stuff with high school where he like Rob or David Arquette's characters, like you just have to have somebody who is cool say that you're cool and then you're in. That is very accurate in my yeah. opinion. That is all it takes. You just need to make, you just have to convince one per one cool person that you're also cool. And then you're just in. We didn't, in my high school, we didn't really have like a, like a, the cool kids, mm-hmm. but there's like cooler kids than other kids. Like there was, there wasn't a cool yeah. table, but there was like a couple different groups and everything. It was like almost like tiered as opposed to just being one singular group. Yeah. I had never skateboarded in my life. I wore Doc Martens because those were cool in junior high. So I wore them in high school. I wore Doc Martens and like polo shirts from Abercrombie. Okay. And I hung out with the skaters because one of the best skaters in the high school, me and him both liked football and we were both Vikings fans. Okay. Because it was before the Cardinals had a team when he was a little kid and his dad was a Vikings fan. So oh. I moved from Minnesota and he's like, you're from Minnesota? I'm like, yeah. he's like, I'm a Vikings fan. And I moved right when football was starting, so we talked about it. And then yeah. he played hockey at like for a hockey club, and I was from Minnesota, and I was pretty good at hockey. And then I just hung, I end up learning how to skateboard and becoming pretty good at skateboarding. But yeah. like my origin of it was just because I liked everything but skateboarding, <laughs> and had played the Tony Hawk video game. And That's then the funny. skaters were like, "Oh, he's cool." I can vouch for your skating. I'll be honest. Like when I first, when you first told me that you skated, I was like. Because so many people will just say it and then you go skate with them and you're like, you don't fucking skateboard. Like it's the most call. You can call someone's bluff on that so hard. Like there's other things that you could maybe fake it. You're like, yeah, I'm into hunting. And then like you could just read up about guns and be fine. But with skating, it's like you hand the person the board and you're like, all right, drop in on this three foot, even a three foot mini ramp. Or just yeah, we push. skated a mini ramp. That's the first time me and you yeah. were skating. We skated solely a mini ramp, and I'm not and even very good at that. You're not. You're not like phenomenal, but you can. You can. You're a skater for sure. Yeah. Like you know. Yeah. Like you know what you're doing. I can tell that you. Spent- I did a handrail later when we hung out, and then you're like, "All right." Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no. 
no 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 it was fine it was just like sometimes i'll call someone like i'll i've had that happen a few times actually like later in life like i move someplace and they're like oh i skate and then like we go skate and i'm just like i don't want to teach you how to skateboard <laughs> like, yeah not good at all yeah or there's people that are like really good uh I was skating and there's actually a group of cool comedians here that there's skate. a group of cool skaters here that skate. um they're pretty cool no <laughs> like anyway i wanted to say i know i was thinking about this today as i was uh walking to work about how much that that like high school system thing is so similar to stand-up comedy like beginning stand-up comedy oh yeah yeah like open mic scenes yeah and that's all it takes you just need one person to vouch for you that's more established and you're in well it's that's super the, weird that's the whole thing with like uh like me recently moving to la and then like like even though like me and you have toured and stuff and, and we're like semi-professional comedians um like to do open mics out here nobody knows me so after i have a good set and then i go to the next place where only three people are at that show like no one will talk to me and then someone will be like he's really funny and then it's like then yeah it, then it's on or like if someone finds out i have credits like, yeah because i've been on tv then they're like oh and then they just automatically respect and think i'm cool and i'm not at all <laughs> and i'm not cool everything everything I mean, i'm plugging is false realities of life it's, it's such a weird thing because like when i moved when i moved here i was really struggling in the scene because normally it's like you can sometimes you can kind of squeeze yourself in and then like i really had to find like nobody thought i was cool and no one would give me like any spots that were even decent and so yeah. then no one even i couldn't even like shine <laughs> i was like no come on like and even when i did like i would they'd give me these garbage spots in the lineup and then i would still like i would bring it and do fairly well and no one gave a shit at all oh man you just like here it wasn't I, until one person said i was cool or that i was funny that like think, it started to snowball after that i think it's because here like like everybody thinks they're a comedian. So there's so many comedians that there's yeah. so much bad that like when they see someone good, they're like, all right, we got to move you out of the realms of all this. Bad. Yeah. I've done some, I did a couple of, I've done some shows and open mics in LA and I was just like, I don't like this at all. <laughs> like, uh, getting like getting bumped by like crazy famous people. That's <laughs> like the weird thing. Open mic. Is that, yeah. Is that they'll be like, hey, you were going next, but uh, so-and-so's here. So, so and I get it. Right As someone who runs I'm a like, show, I yeah, get it. Yep, yeah, why wouldn't you? <laughs> uh, and I'm like, yeah, why wouldn't Andrew Santino stop into this bar on the way to the comedy store to do two spots there, too? <laughs> right. Yeah, you should go go ahead. Of me. What, he's going to do 15 instead of five? Yeah. <laughs> oh, perfect. Yeah. He's going to do an hour? Yeah. Oh, sweet. And then the show will end, but you'll get me on next week? Don't. <laughs> six, six, six. All right. <laughs> what do you What do you think the lesson is of this movie? The lesson is uh, we didn't get into it as much as we should have. Uh, the lesson is the lesson is more of like a be yourself type deal. I was it's, thinking is go back to high school and bang a teacher. <laughs> that was what I really wanted to get into about this movie. 
This is the most fucked up movie of all time. The only move, thing that makes this movie at all romantic is the love interest between a seemingly 16 to 17 year old girl and her teacher who has a girlfriend. <laughs> and then, and then when he finds out, he's like, ew. <laughs> He got real mad when she found out she was the same age as him. <laughs> they were, it was like, ew, I'm not into you now. She's like, she's like, I'm 25, so we can be together. He's like, gross. Nope. <laughs> Face. I already had a 25-year-old girlfriend. She got mad at me when I'd play Xbox and ask for BJs. <laughs> trying to be in your guys' realm where you're giving BJs while people play video games. <laughs> Oh. Also, also for the ladies listening, it's not acceptable after college to give a man a BJ while he's playing video games. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I don't know. I've never, I've never experienced that. I've gotten them way too later in life, where I'm like, come on, could have asked me to put down the game. <laughs> Be a little present. Yeah, it's like no. it's almost as bad. It's almost like if you had if you're on your phone or something, just the most, <laughs> just on the Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, on your phone, but also on, also on your phone, not doing anything. <laughs> just, just scroll, just scrolling, dude. She's like, "What are you doing? Why I'm down here?" I'm like, "Ah, just see what Jonathan Taylor Thomas has been up to." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, you know, what popped into my head this person from this movie, so I had to look them up. They're still acting. <laughs> They're still acting. He's just like smaller roles. <laughs> Like, yeah, Macaulay Culkin kind of, uh, <laughs> he's still doing stuff, but. <laughs> I really feel like uh, her brother had the best of it. <laughs> She's like, you can't just become popular, Rob. Yeah. <laughs> and, then he, and then the way he becomes popular. <laughs> yes. He... Is a coleslaw eating contest <laughs> with the guy from the movie Together, the MTV movie about their band. Wait. I don't know that guy. I mean, I know who it is. It's like the that like dumb jock yeah, character. Right? Yeah, he was also in the movie Alpha Dog. Okay, I know you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the the way that he became cool, they're just like go, 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 Rob. Or no, they're like Rob, Rob, Rob. Yeah. Like everyone like, just he... learned his name and. And also, <laughs> how did they talk the lunch cafeteria guy into each giving them a vat of coleslaw? So yeah, they could have a coleslaw vat eating contest. That was a that was another kind of interesting line that was kind of from from that era because it's definitely that era of just like peanut allergies aren't real like as a joke where yeah. it's like you just need to man up you know like um because she asks she asks uh what's in the coleslaw and he pulls out the vat of coleslaw and it just says coleslaw on it spelt with a k because that's uh that's what a lot of things do that oh it's like so generic i went to culinary school that's like how um how like stuff is called like cheese but they spell it with a z it's because like like easy cheese can't legally call itself cheese oh because legally it is not cheese it's chemicals it's not technically. So they cheese. have to call it cheese with a Z because they can't legally call it cheese because of the Food and Drug Administration. It's anything you see with a fun spelling. It's because it's legally not that product, and they're trying to make it seem fun. <laughs> but they're, they're trying to convince you. That's yeah. like that's a good thing to know. Oh my god, that's so funny. Yeah. Yeah. The the, the vat of 
of uh Kosla. I like that she wanted to write the paper on that. She's like, This is the story. It's like School this is the story. Airline food, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> right. There was a throwaway line that I wrote down because I just thought it was so funny um from her. Can we talk about her assistant that <laughs> or like not her assistant that just treats her like garbage? Yeah, it's <laughs> he's always assistant. on the phone. It's her assistant. He uh he is on TikTok and he his whole TikTok persona is like he makes little sketches and then he talks about all the movies movies he's been in and like how it how it went and stuff like that. I am a big fan of him now. <laughs> oh, okay. You were like you, so you were excited when you saw him? I was excited. I was like that dude from TikTok. Is it is it Sean Whalen? Is that him? Yeah. Okay. He's also in this movie I just watched, which is a terrible movie starring Denise Richards and um, Paul Walker called Tammy and the T-Rex. <laughs> it's Tammy a movie. And... It's a movie about Paul Walker likes Denise Richards, but um, her other boyfriend puts him in a coma and then they put his brain in an animatronic T-Rex. What? <laughs> yeah, he's in a coma and there's a scientist in the neighborhood who's trying to build an animatronic T-Rex that needs a real brain. So they take his brain and put it in the T-Rex. They convince wow. his family that he's dead. It's such a B-horror movie. It's so funny. Tammy and the T-Rex. That sounds awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's like a romantic comedy slash romantic uh, B-horror movie. It's so fun. Well, I just wrote down the line from this movie. Uh, I did a 20-minute handstand, freaked the yogi right out. Yeah, <laughs> so funny. <laughs> like, that brag is just so hilarious to me. <laughs> a 20-minute handstand? Like, the yogi's just going to stand there. Or they just all chant it. It's like, go, go, go. <laughs> like, 20 minutes is a – that's a while. That's, I that's love a good amount of time. I love how bad they wrote his character. Did you notice that? Like, the subtle thing where he doesn't care about her at all? But yeah. he's trying to suck up to the other bosses only sometimes because he's also <laughs> blowing them off sometimes. It's a very weird character. Yeah, like he wants to move ahead, but sometimes he just wants to do his own thing. I think, also, I, yeah. also, another part of the movie that I wanted to bring up, uh, I, it's like one of the only things I wrote down. What bar allows a bunch of Rastafarians to have weed brownies in them? <laughs> like out on the table? The same also, bar that... Just allows like a ska band to be playing. <laughs> a ska band to be playing and then let a 17-year-old up on stage to dance. And doesn't stop it. Who's clearly out of their mind. <laughs> I've never been that high. I get high pretty regularly. I've never been so high that I don't know what I'm doing. It's this not is, like being drunk. Right. There's, there's like, and even like being drunk. I feel like one thing with movies is like, it's from watching movies like this where you're just like, okay, that's what it's going to, I'm going to be like that the first time get... I smoke weed. And I remember the first time I was just like, I just feel like tired and don't want to do anything. Yeah. I feel tired and I'm too slow to jump into every conversation I'm in right now. I just turned into a fly on the wall. Like yeah. absolutely. And there could be no conversation happening. There could be, it's just like, <sighs> you're just fascinated by the minutia of life. Like, yeah, it's not running around you're just listening to people interact and you're just like yeah you're just thinking about how their mouth is moving and creating sound <laughs> like you're not 
you're not running around. Like, I've definitely had those thoughts. So like, I'm like, how does my brain tell my hand to move? And then I'm yeah. like, move hand. And I move my hand and I'm like, I'm making it do it. It's so, it's so dumb. Yeah. Well, that's, no, the it's, real it's thing not dumb. Is it's be, just yeah, really like, the it's real really thing thoughtful. Is, yes. The real uh, thing is uh, she'd be sitting on the chair doing absolutely nothing, but no. thinking about the band and how music works yeah. and how popular people are laughing over there and how she could laugh and sit over there. She'd be trying to dissect it way too much. Yeah, that would be the more not running around on it. <laughs> so uh, I love how um the care the 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 question that she starts off asking what from each character when she does sort of like try to interview them she's like so what are your hopes and dreams yeah what do you work for the yearbook that's gonna be in the yearbook like what <laughs> that what kind of question is that well because that <clears throat> that was the thing that kind of upset me because she's supposed to be this like young powerhouse She's supposed to be like the next God's gift to journalism. And mm -hmm. her first question, she's, she, she doesn't know how to interview people. <laughs> Not how at all. She, how is she a junior or she's the chief editor. She's good at editing. Right. But uh, like the, with the dream of journalism, she knows nothing. No. I mean, you can ask a generic question like that out of like a comedian. Cause I was like, I would love a stupid question like that. I love stupid shit like that when people ask me and they're just like, oh, I was, I didn't realize I was just opening Pandora's box on this one. <laughs> I start dissecting like all my hopes and dreams <laughs> that I think about all the time. <laughs> like, like break it down and like. Uh, I always try to, I always try to sound more profound than I really am whenever yeah. I answer any of those questions on podcasts. Oh, I, I I'm just I'm like, ramble. I just want to make things I like and then I want other people to like. That's pretty and profound, And then I listen dude. back to it, and I'm like, fuck you, Josh. <laughs> it, I mean, I, it's, it's a true thing, but the things I like are so childish. <laughs> like, why do I make video games and pop vinyls sound cool? <laughs> How do I make those sound cool? That would be a way funnier answer. It's like, yeah. like, what are your hopes and dreams with your pop vinyl collection? Like, what's your goal? <laughs> like, do you have a goal? Yeah, my goal is uh, to get a big enough place to be able to display them in cool <laughs> displays. With like Ikea lights and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Their have, own like... personal lights. Yeah. But they're still going to be in the box, right? Yeah. Like everything will be shadow boxed. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I don't know. You know, all of our hopes and dreams are dumb. <laughs> Just but... like Josie Grossy. Just like Josie Grossy. Also, uh, here's, here's a thing that I noticed. <laughs> this is me nitpicking. But when she gets an egg thrown at her from her first prom, the mm -hmm. egg breaks really weird, like Play-Doh. Oh, yeah. Like the yolk comes out, but it's like gack. It's like not <laughs> oh, yolk. It's like too uh, viscous. Yes. There's it's me too... using a big word that Josie Grossi would be proud of. <laughs> the she viscosity like... was too much on that. <laughs> so uh, here's a question I have for you, because you yeah. usually ask me all the questions in this podcast. Uh, do you think that teacher ever did that before? Oh, I had that thought too. I was like, this doesn't seem like it's first time doing that. This is so no, creepy. Because here's the deal. He straight up asks her to dance at prom. That felt weird. 
That There's felt other really chaperones weird. there and the principal who are probably like, nope, nope, nope. <laughs> nope. You definitely. And they're uh, not dancing. Sorry, not dancing. Coulson. You can't chaperone again because <laughs> we can't have another lawsuit. He's like, why? Because uh, you try to fuck all the kids. <laughs> I'm not fucking them. I'm just, I'm just dancing with them. Oh, man. Yeah. Like that last... That last scene reminded, made me want to watch uh, Fever Pitch, which I think also has her in it. Yes, it does. And it also has her go on the field at the Red Sox Stadium. I watched okay. it with uh, Morgan and she's like, isn't she also... Okay, cool. Because <laughs> I think she does like her and Jimmy Fallon break up and the way she wins him back is like on the field of a Red Sox game. Yeah, okay. So it's like... At that time, I think it was in her contract where she was like, well, I better be on a baseball field confessing my love to somebody. (laughs) They're like, that's a weird ask, but I guess. Um, So in this movie, she's on the, like the whole thing. She's like, she, she's like, if you love me, you'll come. I'm going to be at the big game. Yeah. Come kiss me. I've never kissed a guy or has it, it's kind of vague she it's she like, says she has but it's like uh it's like in the 40 year version where he's like I've, done, I've had sex she could she not only hasn't ever had sex at 25 she'd never been kissed yeah which also, is the title of the yeah <laughs> but but the weird thing is if she was so good at journalism this goes back again to college uh since college is so centered on your major if she was so smart and had gotten that Chicago Times job, she would have met people in college that definitely would have had sex with her. Yeah. I I felt like that was a little unrealistic that a girl, no offense. I'm not saying that gender roles are like as I'm just in saying that we're saying in 99, right now it's 99. probably not. When me and Bjorn went You to have to put the- a lot of effort into not even kissing a dude. Like Yeah. And clearly, she fucking goes ham on the drinking. So, like, just one, she was one pot brownie away from kissing everybody. Yeah, she almost kissed the bar. Yeah, like everyone. Oh, man. So, in the scene, she's like, she's like, put five minutes on the clock. And everyone cheers without stopping for five minutes straight yeah that is a feat i figure you would stop about a minute 40 to go where you're like i don't think he's coming because she puts it in the paper also she announces it on the radio and everything in this uh smaller suburb of chicago but it's also in the chicago times Mm -hmm. but also what's in the chicago times is that she had a crush on her teacher who had a crush back yeah why would he show up? <laughs> <laughs> I would not show up. They're like, pedophile. there's the pedophile right there. <laughs> like, yeah. there are people being canceled right now there's for, nice, like, there, more not, minor of things yeah. than what this guy actually does. There's not more people who are... There's not a part of this him is, that's like, oh, I'm going to show up and go to jail, right? Because that's what the, should happen. <laughs> I just realized... Never Been Kissed is definitely the to-catch-a-predator of romantic comedies. It is. Chris Hansen should have hosted this. Right? And like, he shows up. They're like, like, did you know you were talking to me? I like, I liked, um, the sweetest part of this whole movie is at the end. Or at prom when they're going to put the dog food on the girl. 
Oh which yeah, is yeah. The dumbest fucking prank of all time. I don't know if you've ever gotten dog food out of a can. It is not that easy. Yeah, <laughs> the viscosity is—it's like a solid. Like it, it, you need to stick a fork. It's like trying to get refried yeah, beans it's refried out of a can. The- <laughs> like, it doesn't just slip out. <laughs> like, Maybe it's like that beef stew type stuff. I mean, I'm trying to think because I did have a job where I fed dogs. I think sometimes, yeah, it is a little bit. It's a little, uh, but most of the time it's like, it's also, congealed in a can. was hotter than one of the other girls. Right? Especially, what actress was that? Because she's been in some stuff. Especially uh, at prom. Uh the name doesn't sound familiar, but you if you saw her face, Lily Lily Sobeski. Yeah, Sobeski. Yeah, um, she's in a bunch of stuff. Morgan knew her out of everybody. I was like, that's James Franco. She goes, Yeah, and the nerd girl's Lily Sobeski. I, I didn't know her name, but like I definitely recognized her face. Um yeah. she kind of has like a she know. has a Rachel Lee Cook, a plain face, but if you take her glasses, you can put glasses on her and make her plain, and then you can put makeup on her and make her hot. She's yeah, a, a normal human being. If we were gonna be real with all of us, <laughs> like she's like, yeah, she's normal looking. Yeah, she's regular hot, like a human, not like she was weird in, hot people. She was in Joyride. She was. She was the hot girl in Joyride, right? I, I don't know. I think so. Joyride with Steve she's and blonde. Paul Walker. That's another Paul Walker reference. Tammy and the T Rex and Joyride. Yeah, <laughs> we're both Paul Walker fans. Uh, <laughs> We're both walkaholics. Walkaholics. <laughs> is that what that's called? It is now. It is now. Uh, oh, man. Oh, I do, you had, think I... one, do you think one person when he died was like, what if we put his brain in a T-Rex? No. <laughs> <laughs> that's like a, oh, man. That's and somebody bad. was like, one, too soon. And another person was like, how can you bring up the worst movie he was in? <laughs> I would, I really feel like, I won't, that's how all of my friends and your friends, that's the kind of shit that they would be saying about us. <laughs> well, um, I, don't, I don't know if you watched the movie. Did you ever watch the movie um, A Subtle and Feudal Gesture? A Stupid and Feudal Gesture. Uh, it sounds about, familiar, but... Uh, the movie about Doug Kenny, the guy who started the National Lampoons. Yes, I did. I always forget that that's the title because it's kind of a wild title. That, yeah, yes, with yes, uh, yes. Will Forte. Yeah. But um, what's his name? Harold Ramis. If you remember at his funeral says, um, I bet Doug, I bet Doug fell off the mountain looking for a place to jump. Because <laughs> they ruled super... it a suicide. They ruled it an accident, but everyone was like, Yeah, he probably jumped. But oh. that is really what Harold Ramis said during his eulogy. Oh, really? Oh my yes. god. Harold Ramis made that also the guy who plays Harold Ramis in that um Rick Glassman is one of the funniest comics. That's I'd like so to shout funny. that out. I love Rick Glassman so much. <laughs> That, no, that movie is solid. I, I forgot yeah. about it. Yeah, but th- that's what our friends would do. They'd be like, hey, oh, put absolutely. him in a T-Rex. And then we'd be like, what? And they'd be like, remember that movie where they put him in a T-Rex? <laughs> and then one of my friends would just play that movie. <laughs> yeah. Like and they'd be like, this your... is his legacy. I just want everyone to be laughing and crying at the same time. <laughs> like, I want them to, I want my friends to come and just roast me. At my, like, not, I don't want a eulogy. I want a roast. And I want my family to just be crying. <laughs> my mom How mean all my friends were. <laughs> my mom would be like, what the fuck? <laughs> who are these people? These are who he hung out with? 
this is why he's dead. <laughs> I wanted, okay, I really wanted to say this because I, uh, that five minutes of standing in front of a cheering crowd, as a person who's done stand-up comedy, standing and not saying a word in front of a crowd of people for five straight minutes would be an eternity. Oh, just, in, I fear any, like he's definitely not fucking coming. There's no way he's coming. Anytime I've gone out, because I, I mean, I've played crowds uh, that big and bigger. Anytime I go out, I want to say something as quickly as I'm not even through the curtain yet. And I'm like, sup guys. <laughs> yeah. Like we got to get this thing going. Yeah. And she just stood there. Oh, uh, it would be then, so vulnerable and, and awkward. Also, he didn't show up till about a minute after the five minutes ended. You think the five minutes is eternity? <laughs> that minute after where you're kind of just like, I don't think it's going to happen. <laughs> I'd like, be 10 seconds in and like, this isn't going to happen. <laughs> oh, he's not oh, coming. <laughs> oh, she let it. She stayed there for a minute afterwards. I would already have been in my car halfway to the airport calling to see where I can get a fake passport just to get a new name. I just be over it. Oh, I just couldn't believe that that long of sitting there. I had to sit in, I took an improv class. I've done it a few times in different improv classes that I've taken. They make you sit in front of the audience and you aren't allowed to speak or, or stand in front of the class and you can't speak for 60 seconds. And it is a fucking long time. It is, it's hard, especially as a, comedian where you're just like you want to say something or do something does that just but, get you good at like just being in the scene without being in the scene it's a. Uh, it basically is the the punchline that they usually say at the end of it is like and that's the worst thing that could ever happen to you <laughs> okay i get that I and guess. then you kind of like but it also is just like showing the importance of 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 silence and just not not yeah. like always saying something because I think it's really interesting, like, the further you get in comedy, the more you realize it's actually, like, playing with the quiet moments. It's actually not necessarily what you're saying. It's what you're not saying. Yeah, yeah, it's the, the moments in between type deal. Yeah. And, like, really being able to play the pauses and live confidently, truly confidently live in those pauses, that's how you know somebody's good at comedy. Because, like, somebody comes up there and they're just, like, frantic and, blah, 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 and they never, like, pause at all. You're like, that person's fucking scared. But someone yeah. comes up there and talks like at half speed. You're like, damn, his dick must be so big. <laughs> like, it never is though. <laughs> <laughs> like, if they're just like pausing between every single word, you're just like, damn, yeah. dude. Like a like a ten Steven, inches or more. Like a Stephen Wright or yeah. uh, Mitch Hedberg or Anthony Jeselnik, just to sit. And especially those guys who do jokes like that, who they don't land, and yeah. they'll just still sit in it. And they'll be like, all right, well, yeah, we'll just... wait, because this is where the laugh is supposed to be, and then I'll start when I'm ready. Sometimes that gets a secondary laugh, or if like you pause for a little too long, people people just want, they want to break the silence. Yeah, they're <laughs> with, uncomfortable. They're uncomfortable, and they need to break that tension that you've created with it. Uh, I, I love um I, and we brought the prom up already but i love that the whole place is because again this is all being streamed live to the <laughs> that's right before live streaming was a thing yeah uh in crystal clear to the whole newsroom that's sitting around watching and catered it in 1999 
film quality. <laughs> They're taking bets on who's going to win prom queen. Yeah. Also, how did she go from being a loser to prom queen in seemingly five days? Yeah, I don't know. I really, that, that seemed a little, <laughs> the suspension of disbelief on that is. Also, Guy, when he asked her to prom, he didn't try to bang her. No. Which kind of goes against every movie standard. At least he would have kissed. They would have kissed. Yeah, like like they're, they're like in high he's school. they're in a room alone social, at a social... party, and he just asks her, and then he's like, "All right, that's all I wanted to say," and then just bounces. The social no... pressure alone of them going into the room, they're like, "We have to kiss." Like, I don't know about you, but like, if I was going into that room, I would not think like, "Oh yeah, I'm just gonna ask her to the prom." and then I'm going to get out of there. <laughs> like, yeah. There's no way that's what I would be thinking. <laughs> We're in a secluded room in a, at a, during a party in a teen movie. <laughs> this is definitely going down. Yeah. Yeah, they have to at least kiss. Because everybody's watching them go in there. Like, the pressure alone. You're kissing at least. And especially he asked her to prom. Yeah. I never asked anybody to prom and then not kissed them. Yeah, that would be like, Actually, a good my moment. Senior- my senior date I took to prom, I did not kiss her. I kissed a couple other girls at prom. Sorry, Amaris, who's not <laughs> going to be watching this for sure. <laughs> Even if this is her favorite movie and this is the only podcast ever done about it and she loves podcasts, she would be like, no, Just fuck gosh. Like, uh, we not... went as friends because we were both in cheer and I didn't have a date. And then oh, okay. we like broke off and she went and hung out with her friends and then I kissed a couple girls and then her friends had boyfriends and then she realized she messed up by blowing me off in the beginning of prom. Oh, And yeah. she was like, hey, you, you're my date. And I was like, nah, not anymore. <laughs> this is weird. Yeah. Like, what was the thing they were going to not sell the girl a ticket? That was pretty fucked up. Oh, yeah. They're like, you can't go to prom. Who the fuck cares? That <laughs> money goes to pay for prom. You want to sell as many tickets like... to losers as possible. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's like, we don't want your money. <laughs> what was another thing about prom? Oh, a rival high school was doing the same theme, so they couldn't do it anymore. Yeah. I feel like every prom had, like, two themes. Yeah. And it was 99, so, of course, everyone's doing the Millennium. <laughs> yeah. Also, what were you going to do? I don't know. What would the Millennium Prom look like? That was what I was thinking about. Like what? Everybody dressed like robots and be like, bop, bop, bop. <laughs> be <boop, bop. laughs> Everything so, is just silver. <laughs> so, so like they choose the theme of the prom, whatever famous couples. And uh, her brother just wears underwear. Oh yeah, I wrote that down. <laughs> he goes as the risky, he goes as Tom Cruise from Rick's Risky Business. Which if you were going to wear that in a school <laughs> event, you just wear like, uh, like spanks or like cut off shorts or something like that. But he's full on in whitey tighties. Again, it's 23. Yeah. Dating a 16 year old who's a gymnast. <laughs> yeah. There's like that part where she's like, uh, you shouldn't be doing this. And then he's like, well, I'll see you on the, like something about like, see you in jail. Like yeah, he's like he's 100% going to fuck the 16 year old who says I'm 16, like four or five <laughs> times throughout the film. Like nobody says that. Like people because, see it occasionally. Because in most states, like 17 is the age of consent. So like, it's like one more year, but like, <laughs> But, like, she kept religiously saying it. And then the guy comes over to ask her to her room to obviously bone. But we already went over that, that he doesn't. And he goes, later, Mrs. Robinson. 
What did he turn around and go, what do you mean by that? <laughs> Mrs. Robbins. You'd be like, why are you calling her that? Because again, like if you're going to ask a girl to prom, you're kind of ch- trumping full of testosterone. Yeah. And uh, Rob was just telling everybody he was Josie's ex-boyfriend. Yeah. And that so, she put so, out a lot. <laughs> There's yeah, a part where he yeah, about that. yeah. He's like, oh, we're still real close. Like he's basically like, oh, me and Josie, we're still fucking. <laughs> Which I would never say about my sister. I was going to say, even to make her sound cool. Why wouldn't he just go, that's my sister? That's my sister. They could have just been like, yeah. Yeah, I guess if you're sibling, sometimes siblings are cool. My sister was cooler than I was in high yeah, school. Yeah, so was my sister. My sister was hotter than I was, so. Yeah, me too. I, uh, a, I also but- didn't care, and I think she cared oh. a little bit more. We but. luckily, we grew up in a brand new town. <laughs> we grew up in Surprise, Arizona. So it was growing so much because it was developing that they opened a new high school every two years. And me and my sister are two years apart and her and my brother are two years apart. So it was like, I was the oldest person at my high school. And then my sister got to be the oldest person at her high school. And then my brother got to be the oldest person at his high school. So we all gotcha. lived in the same house, but we all went to different high schools. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Oh, that's wild. Yeah. That's kind of cool. Kind of a cool, weird thing. But um, yeah, why, why didn't he just say that? He totally, absolutely could have. Sorry. I just, yeah. He also was going to bang her up until the moment she said, my brother's 23. Because <laughs> she was like, I love you. And this is prom. And then she puts her leg behind her head. Yeah. And she's like, I want to have sex with you. And he's like, <laughs> I mean, that happens all the time, right? <laughs> like, I love you. Time. And then you put your leg behind your head. <laughs> and then explain that you're going to fuck. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. So was this a uh, watch it or wreck it? Just to kind of finish up. This is a re- We've definitely wrecked this a lot. We've wrecked mainly this. Be- mainly because all the love interest is illegal. It's- so this is wreck it for sure. Because there's no couples. There's no straight up high school couples. The three cool girls are seemingly dating none of the other guys. Oh, yeah. There's no couples that are legitimately, by law, okay. What about Molly and that guy from another department that they never, that, that she's, who is he? Oh, somebody, I forget who plays him, but she's like sucking on her pencil and <laughs> across. The oh, it's the, it's the guy, it's the guy from Big Daddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah that guy. It's the main uh, character from Graham as a boy. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Across. <laughs> also not allowed. Kind no. of not okay though, because it's in the same office. Yeah, because John T. Riley's like, what about the memo I sent you guys? <laughs> so there is not one romance in this entire goddamn movie that's allowed. And then doesn't Molly Shannon and somebody else kiss or something? I, I heard in John T. Riley, I think, like, allude to that they're sparking. Okay. Because, like, he's just like, <laughs> when, when she's like, well, it could be you. And then he's like, yeah, forget that memo. Who gives a shit? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if it's me. <laughs> Oh, so that was the problem the whole time is because everyone else was fucking and you weren't. Yeah, yeah wreck this movie because this movie is not yeah. okay. No, it doesn't hold up. This is like a John Hughes movie almost. John Hughes doesn't have adults pretending their kids to fuck them. Yeah, but there's a lot of stuff that does not hold up. When there is like, a lot of stuff in John Hughes movies that don't Ooh. hold up. <laughs> that ain't going to hold up in court. <laughs> Also, 
um, the makeout movies are, or the makeout moments are the whole montage with the nerdy girl. Like the yep. whole time that she's in the, the decathlon, the mathletes. Oh yeah, yeah. You could just, yeah. but that's not very like charged. It never, yeah, it never. It really isn't back. a like sexually charged part of this where you would like it would be ideal to make out. Maybe like the part where she goes to the bar because not much happens. She just eats a pop brownie and. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing. There's nothing that like this is. <clears throat> this is a couple being cute. Let's be cute with each other. You're just kind of right. cringy, and then you're both thinking about how nerdy you were in high school. Right. This is more of a cringe than a makeout movie. There's a lot of super cringe. Well, there's so many. There's so many movies where it's like <clears throat> the fantasy of going back to high school and just like fucking crushing it. Yeah, you know, and she does not, <laughs> but she doesn't. <laughs> Her brother does. Um, she should have right. challenged the cool girls to a coleslaw eating contest. Yeah, that's what she should have done right away. Instead of asking what was in the coleslaw, <laughs> she should just. Uh, should have uh, ate the whole vat of it. <laughs> All right, I think that's gonna do it for this episode. We did a full hour, which is which is cool. Yeah. Make sure and follow us on Spotify, like on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We have new episodes every Thursday. Just Share like this the with- movies. Yeah, just like the movie. Oh yeah, it is like the movies. Yeah. <laughs> I never put that together. All right. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>